So the first Home Savers account is expected to be available to Canadians in about a week's time, launching here in early April. This is an account with lifetime contributions of $40,000. It is available to Canadian residents between the ages of 18 and 71 who have not owned a home over the last four years. And as we talked about on the channel previously, this is an account that has TFSA and RRSP-like characteristics. Essentially, the contributions that you make to this account can be used to deduct against your taxes, very much like an RRSP. You can grow your money in a tax-sheltered environment. And when it's put towards the purchase of your first home or actually building a home if it qualifies, that money within the FHSA can be withdrawn tax-free very much like a TFSA. It also says here that any leftover funds can be transferred or rolled over into an RSP or a RIF, uh, RRIF penalty-free. Now, if you qualify for this account, today's video, I wanna talk about and discuss the best ways to invest within it. As unpopular as this is to say, if it were me, the way I would approach this is due to the short-term nature and the objective of this account, in order to save for a down payment for your home, and that is a shorter term time frame, uh, time horizon in mind, I'd have to say that I would personally lean more conservative in this account simply for safety reasons. If you plan to buy a home within the next number of years, let's say two, three, four years, five years possibly, and this is the down payment that you are saving, I just don't think it is worth the risk to go all out exposed to equities and potentially make some money, but also risk losing a good portion of your down payment. I know it sucks. I know that's not the fun thing to say, but if you picture, let's say this is terrible timing, Tim, all right, Tim, the terrible market timer. Let's say worst case scenario, he puts his money into the FHSA. Two years later, he's ready to make a purchase for his first home and his dollars are down 20% from where he started. That is not a good feeling. And although we don't like to, um, expect and anticipate that, we do have to prepare for worst case scenarios and worst case situations when we are looking at uh, what to do with our money. In reality, I don't think this is actually quite the most realistic scenario because with the FHSA, there is an annual contribution limit of $8,000 per year. So you're not putting one whole lump sum at the top of the market and then you know two years later going to you know, make a down payment and then it's down 25, 30%, assuming the markets do poorly. In reality, because there is that $8,000 annual limit, you would benefit from uh, averaging into the market, if you will, you know, buying on an annual basis and probably getting some better pricing. Nevertheless, this is just my personal opinion. If it were up to me, I would lean more conservative. To go over a few investment options very briefly of how I would approach this, to keep it very simple, in a case like this, I'd very much consider using things like an all-in-one ETF. This is a perfect product for kind of a temporary, I say temporary, you know, one, two, three, four years uh, for saving for a down payment. To me, that's temporary. That is short uh, to midterm in length. I think that these kind of placeholder investments can make a ton of sense. For a couple of suggestions, you could do some research on, I think looking at a balanced or possibly even conservative all-in-one ETF might make sense. Whether that's a product like VBAL, um, the Va Vanguard Balanced uh, ETF, maybe XBAL, which is basically iShares competitor. BMO has their own suite of options. You could even look one level more conservative than that with like a V conserve or VCN, uh, VCNS, XCNS. These are basically, you know, if you looked at the allocation of these funds, they're very much a balanced portfolio. You do get the equity exposure, so you are partaking in market growth, but you're not overly exposed to them. Again, that would be more or less on your, your risk uh, preference and, and how aggressive you want to be with this account. Another very suitable option, I think, would just be plain and simple, 
rolling safe with AGIC, a guaranteed investment certificate. The rates that we're seeing these days are uh, slightly more attractive than we have over the past couple of years. And if you can lock in, again, if you know this money is gonna be used in three years time and you can lock in such and such a rate, I think that that is very, very suitable. You could even look to possibly use one of your favorite bond ETFs. There's a variety of uh, bond or fixed income ETFs that again are low risk by nature. You would inch out some uh, return or some uh, yield, excuse me, on that if you're not a big fan of GICs. Another uh, suggestion that I will throw out to you is using a high income ETF such as cash. And I know Stock Trades, another channel, big Canadian blog, did a pretty good review on these uh, products and talk about the pros and cons. This one is currently yielding 5% at the moment. A couple call outs with this. I believe they are under a bit of pressure right now from the regulators, whether, whether this goes anywhere or not, I believe they are being looked into for liquidity reasons as well. One big thing is that this product is not covered by CDI insurance the same way a GIC uh, or a savings account would. Again, you can weigh those risks uh, if you, whether it's worth taking or not, because it is a very attractive yield. Nevertheless, these are just some of the things I would personally consider if I knew I was going to use this money for a down payment in the next number of years. I personally, as you guys know, like building my portfolio of individual stocks. That's just the way I like to, to roll. And that's how I've done it uh, for the past number of years. But in a case like this, where there is a temporary like goal, I don't know if it makes a whole bunch of sense to go pick a bunch of stocks, certainly due to the, um, you know, the risk appetite for this account, but as well, these all-in-one ETFs or these solutions that I talked about today, they can be great like placeholders just for a temporary uh, period of time, knowing that I'm gonna need this money in a couple of years. That's just my personal opinion on it and how I would approach it. I'm curious to know what you plan on doing with your FHSA. If you even plan on using this account, leave a comment down below with what types of investments you plan to buy. Do you think that you should be having more equity exposure and it's a waste to be too conservative? That is a very strong possibility. Again, I'm just using this assumption that you will need this money Soon, maybe not. Maybe you have uh, multiple years to, to, to grow your money for that. And in that case, I would definitely lean more uh, on the equity side. Leave a comment down below with what you plan to do. If you enjoyed the thoughts and suggestions, of course, as always, do your own research. These are just suggestions out there, what I would personally do. Give this video a big thumbs up and subscribe for more content. Of course, as always, we do have the Investing Academy as that first link down below. If you are new to the market and DIY investing and you wanna learn how to actually build up your FHSA or your TFSA or RSP for that matter, but you wanna be in control of your own investments and your own money, click that first link down below to check out our training programs. We work with thousands of Canadians all across the country, taking them from absolutely squat, absolutely scratch, never invested before, and walking them along every single step of the way. Love for you to check that out. But as always, I thank you for watching. I hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you in the next video.